0: Good morning. Good morning. Let's begin for the fourth Sunday in Advent. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come and help us by your might, that the sins which weigh us down may be quickly lifted by your grace and mercy. For you live and reign with
1: the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the fourth Sunday in Advent is from Isaiah chapter 7. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God, let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that ye weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the boy knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land whose two kings you dread will be deserted. The Lord will bring upon you and upon your people and upon your father's house such days as have not come since the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, the king of Assyria. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the holy scriptures, concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to jesus christ to all those in rome who are loved by god and called to be saints grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ this is the word of the lord thanks
0: be to god and the gospel reading for sunday is from matthew 1 18-25 now the birth of jesus christ took place in this way when his mother had been betrothed to joseph before they came together she was found to be with child from the holy spirit Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Well, it seems like nothing ever changes, right? People promise to do one thing and then fail to follow through. Um, We really work hard at at trying to be good. And maybe our kids are trying to be good, right? This time of year for Christmas um, to overcome evil. But we fail in that. Nothing ever changes. Everybody fails in that. And then we die. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes apart from Christ but everything changes in Christ. In fact, the advent of our God is this, that God in Christ takes on our humanity to change our lot in life, to give us hope in a future, to give us life together with God and one another as he created and redeemed it to be. And that's what, what this is all about. So the change comes not from within, but from outside of us, as you talked about last week, If you want to know whether it's snowing, don't close your eyes and and think about it. Open the blinds and look out the window. Whether it's snowing or not is outside of you. Our hope in our future is won by someone outside of us, Christ, who invaded this world in order to redeem it, to, uh, uh, to set us free from sin and death. And in Christ, we finally have someone who not only says what he does or what he's going to do, he actually does it with witnesses. If you think about it, when Jesus um, prompt, well, he said, I'm going to suffer, die, and rise from the dead, that's what he said would happen. And when he suffered and died, the disciples didn't believe the third part because nobody other ever comes through on things that seem impossible or are impossible to us, right? That he would rise from the dead. So they were huddled in an upper room fearing for their lives. But then our Lord went in, And everything changed. There was hope in a future. Someone actually does do exactly what he says. He rose from the dead just as he told them he would do, and they believed. They knew it wasn't a cleverly invented story, not a fairy tale. They knew it was true, and they go on to give their lives for the faith. You don't do that for, for something untrue, for a myth or a fairy tale. You do that for the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Everything changes in him, Now there's someone who says what he does and does what he says every single time. There is someone who overcomes evil because he is conceived not by Joseph but by the Holy Spirit. He's from outside of us. And I think about Joseph, he must have been thinking nothing ever changes when when he realized that his wife was, well, his fiancée was was pregnant. He knew he wasn't there. (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't there, so he was thinking, you know, another betrayal. People betray people all the time, and yet he was a just man, and he, he, he didn't want to shame her because he loved her. He must have been really, really hurt. But notice what happens. Everything changes when the angel gives the message and says, no, this isn't an ordinary child. This is the child of God, and he comes to change everything for us and for all the world, and now even death is overcome. It's overcome in Christ. Everything changes in Christ. We now have life and peace in Him. So that's kind of where I'm going mm-hmm. with this. Um,
1: there's lots more, but it's still being unpacked, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that the you know the whole outside of yourself it fits in with last week. And uh, you know, when you consider Joseph, I mean the text tells us as he considered these things. Well, first of all, going back, and, and uh, it says in her husband, Joseph, being a just man and willing to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Joseph was well aware of the law of the Old Testament, the Levitical law, that um, being pregnant outside of matrimony, holy matrimony, was, was punishable by being stoned to death. And, and Joseph knew that law. He knew the scriptures well. And, you know, I was, it was, I was reading, or as you were reading, I was considering these things, You know, Joseph being a just man, he was righteous, he knew the scriptures. You wonder if he was considering um, this reading from Isaiah, you know, um, that he knew that word that Isaiah had talked about, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And you wonder if he was, as Mary pondered all these things in her heart, they knew the scriptures, they knew the things outside of themselves, right? Because they went faithfully to God's house to receive the gifts, um, that he had given in the Old Testament, just like he gives to us. Right. And you wonder if that, that was one of the things that he was considering. It doesn't tell us that, but the fact that he was a righteous man, um, a man of God, a man of the scriptures, perhaps that came to him. And of course, then the angel comes and affirms the scriptures, right. And says, um, that she will bear a son and call his name Jesus. Um, because he will save his people from their sins, and then of course the text from Isaiah is quoted. All this took place to fulfill what the prophets had said. Isaiah, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and call his name and there's this, And maybe there's this—you know—you think about even you know, um, the
0: doubt of, of John the Baptist the week yeah. before, and, and the, the doubt. So he's still going to divorce, her. right? So this is going back and forth. He he still believes, in, and there's a sense, though, isn't there, that um, well, this is for everybody else, but not for right. me. Yeah but it no it's for you god did this for you um god um you know that this was happening to joseph and and mary i mean right wow well what what that this is happening to us that now we have god in christ present among us whenever and wherever we gather in his name doing these marvelous things i mean how did she get pregnant Mm -hmm. through god's word god takes up residence with us through his word and and um i mean everything changes with that word. Our words, no. His words, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. he does it every single time. I think mm-hmm. that's just, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, the, the child is from the Holy Spirit. So this is, this is God's child. This, this child, I always kind of think about that too of, you know, people you drive around and you see on people's bumper stickers, you know, my, my child's an honor student and, you know, if Mary were driving around, my child's God. <laughs> well, yes. And, you know, the, he's of, of God, and that's why everything changes with him. And and that's really the key, isn't it? That, that those who don't believe he's God have nothing to do with him because he's just another person who makes a promise or whatever. But the difference, the glorious difference, is the witnesses, the mm-hmm. witness of one person after another who sees him dead and alive. And not just the disciples. Remember the... Um, you know, the Gentiles, too, mm-hmm. right? They they are are convinced, wow,
1: he is who he and, says he and is. And both Mary and Joseph both listen to the word that's spoken outside of them, right? Mary says, after she hears she's going to conceive, let it be according to your word. And Joseph does the same thing, though. He does as the angel you know, commanded him. I mean, that's a really good point because, yeah. I mean, you're,
0: you're in this dream and you go, like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, really? So, uh huh. But no, it, that, but it, that's why I think it takes an act of exactly. God. Exactly. I mean, to, it was the angel. Him. This was outside of him, and they both. But 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 notice how the it converts him. I yeah. mean, that's a big conversion it to is. go from thinking you've been cheated on to thinking, <laughs> oh no, um, well, she's it's still this, a virgin. It's almost as big as Mar- you know, with Mary. Well, Mary, who says, <laughs> yeah, you know, how can this be? I haven't been with anybody, and and but they both kind of go with the word of God, and then right. Joseph, what he's obedient. He he follows. I mean, he does it. He does he it. follows it. Um, yeah. He follows God's word, and I think that's God's word at work in him. The same with us. God's word at work in us when we live by faith, when mm-hmm. we believe, we and and that runs things for us. And 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 his 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 righteousness then works through us. That's really good stuff. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. The hymn three. Yeah. The hymn of the day 70. is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Hey, come change everything, man god
1: 357
0: <laughs> from yeah lutheran service book so which verses about um about one five um and seven sure okay oh come oh come
2: emmanuel and ransom captive israel that mourns in lowly exile here, until the Son of God appear. Rejoice! Rejoice! Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou key of David, come, and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, desire of nations, bind in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid thou our sad division cease, and be thyself our King of peace. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel! Shall come to the O
0: Israel. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.
1: Amen. Amen. Thanks. Thank you.